Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Hello, everyone. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to be here with Santi Vilamil. He is here to be discussing clinical rotation imposter syndrome, specifically talking about dance PT in that world. First of all, Santi, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so grateful to have you here. I'm grateful to be here. Thank you for, for having me here. And, you know, I just I love what you're doing. It's just so amazing. And to all the dancers out there, just keep dancing. You know, I have two girls that are that, that love to dance, so it's just. Oh, I love it. Yes, do. another family. We have a lot of um, people who are dance PTs or who are striving to be dance PTs who have families themselves. So it's good for you to share that, especially yeah, with your yeah. own practice, literally sitting right behind you. Yeah, it's right here. Boop. This is just my room, and then we have a a big clinic. Uh, not a clinic. It. It's just a gym. It's basically like a big gym. So I love it's a lot it. Of fun. I love it. You guys, it's all about being yourself. I just, I, I always love to, to overshare, but in a positive way. So right now I'm sitting in the kitchen of my home because it's cool. And normally I would have been on the balcony, but it's actually cooler in temperature where I'm sitting right now. However, I did level up today. And instead of wearing my Disney PJs, which often is my wardrobe, I'm wearing <laughs> my dance physical therapist shirt. So I, I mean, it. So while I'm wearing, I guess, technically a more typically professional shirt, I am also sitting on the floor of my kitchen. And Santi was saying, oh, gosh, I don't know, because I'm on my phone right now. I'm not sure if this is like the right. And I was like, dude, I'm literally on the floor of my kitchen. You are fine. So uh, just thank you for coming on. I love your sport and your rock tape tape shirt. Love getting those free samples. Oh, I know. Uh, I know. It's amazing. So, all right. So what got you into focusing on imposter syndrome in a lot of you, what you do now uh, with with people in their clinical rotations? What what even brought that to light of something important to really help out people with? Well, it's just something that, you know, we all go through it. You know, we all go through it. And, and I think it's something that, um, fortunately, we're talking about it. You know, because I know, I don't know, I, I've been doing this for almost 20 years, right? And and back in the day, it wasn't even like a term. Like, you just sucked it up and you're like, well, okay, I guess I just don't know what I'm doing. Or I hope this patient is, is you know, I, I, you compare yourself to the, the person that's been doing it longer. And um, and in a way, you feel like, uh, am I, do I know what the hell I'm doing? Like, I'm not sure, right? And uh, I think I think now it's 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 a good thing that we have, platforms such as this or podcasts and, and people are talking about it 
to where people don't um, or students, you know, don't sit there and 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 worry about it or suffer. You know, like yeah. I just got off the I just got off the phone with a coaching call with one of my students, and we we, we brought it up. She she was like, oh, you know, my CI did this, and she really got got to the answer so much faster than I did, and I had this patient, and I didn't know what I what I was doing. You know, and as we go through it, and you realize I I do know what I'm doing. You know, and and. And it's all, it, it's, it's okay to be where you're at. Like you have to be there. That's just, you, you can't know all the answers right away. Um, so, and that's also how we define imposter syndrome. How do you, how do you define imposter syndrome or how do people tend to define it in your group? Ooh, that's a great question. I, I oh, hold on. My cat is here and he wants to say yeah. hi. Okay. Uh, what's your cat's name? Uh, Ani. Like honey, but without honey. an H, honey, um, or Agawaga meatball from, from <laughs> Peter Pan, the musical. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I would say imposter syndrome is where you, in this group, is a lot where you feel like you're not good enough, and there's some reason why you're you don't belong in the dance mm -hmm. PT world. That's mm -hmm. a very broad term, and and it's so good to have you on here because I have a lot of people in my dance PT program alone that are students. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning, when first providing my program, because we all start from ground zero of like, what do people need who want to work with, with dancers? And then you learn and grow from there and therefore provide that. And at the beginning, I was like, I'm going to help you out with imposter syndrome. Now mm -hmm. I've learned during this time, of course, my cat is eating really loudly during this which is just amazing <laughs> here honey do you need some attention while you eat there I love you it. um it's amazing I love it. just this is what happens this is what happens in my home okay so <laughs> there's a professional out the window whatever we're all human okay so i learned that even when addressed there's only so much conquering i can do with imposter syndrome while in pt school because mm -hmm. there is so much downpour of this message of disbelief in yourself that happens right. in school that I don't know if I can really beat it until you are out of this world that you're spending more of your time at. I don't really right. have an answer with that. How have you approached that with a lot of your students? Because I know that's a really, that's a real thing, man. Well, yeah, and but I'm also, I'm a very optimistic, positive person. so. Um, and, and, and I wouldn't say it's an insensitive thing, but it's, it's a imposter syndrome. You create, you create that syndrome, right? You, you decide how big of an effect it's going to have on you as a student or as a new grad PT or as a physical therapist in general, right? Just like with anything in life, it's a mindset issue. Yeah. And, you know, nobody's nobody's saying you're an imposter. We, like you said, we put that pressure on ourselves, uh, and 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 honestly, we just have to get over it. Like we have to just say, no, I'm not. Like you, you have to flip that switch and say, where am I going to put my energy? Am I going to put this energy and beating myself up, or am I yeah. going to put this energy on learning the process and trusting the process, <laughs> and be in the moment, in the present, enjoying that patient enjoying that relationship that you build with that with that clinical ci with the clinic with the staff um and then just using that energy to learn rather than like trying to to find confirmation for the 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 imposter syndrome that you be, keep telling yourself you are right like i'm an imposter and then if somebody says oh well i don't want a student i want my ci to treat me 
then oh that just adds to that bank of like yeah i'm i'm an imposter right so yeah. it's a matter of of you making the decision to be like this is where i'm at this is the knowledge that i have let me focus my energy on learning being in the moment treating my patient applying the knowledge that i have at this moment and and screw imposter syndrome like i'm not a, this is just i'm i'm not I'm a one-year student. I'm a two-second-year student. I'm a, you know, it's okay. Like, and then suck it up and enjoy the process. And I love that. Energy doing that. This is so great. Oh my god, I'm so happy we have you in here, especially because of your positive spin. And um, so I'm gonna actually give you my instance. I know I'm I'm not alone in this, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna just give you my story because that's where I have business to share it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Of you know? So for me. When I went into my clinical rotation, my third year, a few years ago, and I was so excited, you know, it was a dance clinical rotation. I connected with this person and I was like, oh my God, you know, this is going to be amazing. I had interviewed her on my, my pot, my old podcast that I had. And, and she took a notice to me. I was like, oh my God, somebody who notices me, you know, and mm -hmm. she had a massive focus on musical theater, which is why she lit up about me. Cause I, I'm very strong in my musical theater background. So I went there and it ended up being one where I went home crying every night. Wow. And our, our mutual mentor, Greg Todd, um, was uh, was mentoring me at the time. And I, I was there was a lot of crying. It was a lot. It was a very hard time. And uh, how do you keep a positive mindset when somebody is literally telling you are an imposter and literally saying when you're saying in your head, what if those messages are actually being said to you? It's, it's, it's a mindset, you know, it's, it's not, um, again, throwing the positive and doesn't mean that I've never felt that we've all felt it. Like my first clinical was like, th this was the words to me from like my professors and, 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 uh, other students. They were like, Oh, Santi, just in case, just so you know, the CI that you have, we haven't had her taking these students for a long time because it's just a horrible experience. They all quit. Um, and But we figured you'd be the only person that could handle her. Good luck. I was like, what the? Really? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. And, and add, add to that the fact that um, it was acute care, which is not what I wanted to do. I, I knew I didn't like that, you know, that setting. Um, but to make a long story short, every day she, she was beating on me, beating on me, beating on me, right? But what I try to do is I try to, when people are attacking me, I try to see, I try to understand be them better. Like, why, why, why are they so angry? Or why do they have to beat me up like this, you know? And, and sometimes at first you take it a little bit, but you can either take it and then keep getting beat down, but you make that decision. Or you can say like, ah, this is my boundary and say, hey, what's up? Like how, why are you doing this? You know, tell me, I'm trying this, I'm doing X, I'm doing Y. You keep coming at me in this way. You know, tell me how I can help you help me, you know? <laughs> and, um, and then you, sometimes people let down that, that wall. Like there's, there's reasons, you know, there are some people that have been living with imposter syndrome since the beginning of time. You know, so sometimes those people that are beating you up, they they themselves are an imposter and they've been believing it. And just like bullies or hurt people hurt people, right? Yeah. Um, I just kind of have that belief that um, 
well, maybe I'm here to help them out as well and build this relationship. And instead of taking it, I'm going to say like, well, here's my boundary, right? Like, I'm not going to let you be, let you beat me up anymore. Um, however, how can I help you? Like, tell me, how can we make this work out? Like, how do I decrease the stress on you? Is it that you didn't want a student to begin with? And, you know, and that's what happened with me. Like, I know it's, it's part of my story, but, um, you know, during midterm, I mean, it was bad, like, you know, but then I realized why she did certain things, you know, and once when I asked her, like, why do you do this? Like, what's up? Like, I can't, how do we get along? You know, um, there was a lot behind the shield, right? There, there was a uh, there was a, a background of military. She grew up in a military household where everything was just like by the book. Um, she was a aspiring uh, college athlete and on her way to uh to college to play professional uh, to play college uh, volleyball she got into a car accident and became a paraplegic like so this was like my first ci right and she was a uh, there was a lot of anger a lot of frustration a lot of a lot of reasons why she came at me like that and it was because she always she always was being looked at as the disabled one. Oh, she needs the tech oh you know what i mean like sometimes yeah. everybody beats up on you right <laughs> Um, so once we broke that shield and we became friends, like she's actually like a patient of mine now, like, you know, now she's like something, you know, she, so we're friends and we, we, instead of me taking it the other way, I always try to flip it. Like, how can I now, of course, you know, for all the students out there, there are people out there that are just jerks. It is what it is. Right. Um, but I, that's what I've concluded, I usually like, Oh, yeah. you're, you're an asshole. All right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No and, 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 and then you decide, all right, how much energy do I give this person? Right? Yeah. Just yeah. like in any relationship, you know, uh, you don't deserve it, right? We don't deserve it, but un un unless, if you believe it, then yeah, you know, so it all goes back to that imposter syndrome, like, just don't believe it. Like, put your energy where, where it's going to do good, you know, where it's going to help you, um, one, become a better, a better physical therapist for dancers, right? Um, I've I've had that experience with dancers as well because like I'm a I'm a guy I've never danced like besides like my little salsa and whatever right and then partying in and the twerking that you do at Greg's uh, events and everything right but um, <laughs> shout out to Sharon <laughs> exactly right um, but you know I started getting because I do a lot of things that are outside the box I did not follow the traditional physical therapy world you know after about a year of doing a bunch of CUs and trying to take all these certifications and somebody recruited me into a residency. I was like, this is not helping me help my people, you know, like, so instead of me being like, I'm an imposter because I'm doing all these things and I'm not getting the results that I want. I said, well, maybe this is not the way. And I started looking in other outside the box places, you know, even though in our profession, sometimes we're very, um, you know, we, we try to get pulled back into like the line. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so stay in line, buddy. Um, but, you know, I was like, no, I'm your friend and I just want to go learn from other people. And that's all it is. And um, eventually that led me to 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 where I'm at now, where like if I have a dancer or I have a pelvic floor patient or something like that, then I'm OK with it. Because in my mind, I believe that as a physical therapist, I'm the movement expert regardless. Yeah. Right. I'm the function expert. I'm like the neurosurgeon of movement function you name it and that's my belief so you throw a dancer at me i'm like i don't know about anything about dance but I'll, I'll ask the dancer like okay what is first position second position okay but i better know how their movement is not efficient and then i try to figure that out 
right? even if I don't know about dance, you know, so, um, but I had a little bit of that because I started getting referrals from uh, like a professional dance company here in town. And um, it was a doctor who was very involved in dance and his kids. So I, like, he brought me his kids because he's like, man, I don't trust anybody else. Can you help me? And I'm like, sure. I'm like, I don't know anything about ballet. Like, so I'm asking them, I'm like, what is that first position? Okay. What is that? What do you have to do with your toes? And so I'm learning along the process. I'm not focusing like, oh, no, I don't know about dance. I'm like, teach me. Like, so I think the patients appreciate that um, and your clients will too because now they're invested in their care and, and then you build that relationship and then it's a two-way street. Now they're, you're helping them recover, but they're also like, you're also learning along the way. Um, so now like throw me a professional ballerina and you know she, her legs goes way out here and I'm like, all right, we need a little bit. You have plenty of mobility, <laughs> right? Let's 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 help you get stability with this or that, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it's it, we're all gonna do it, but it's it's a uh, it's where you put your energy. Like, they make a decision that you're only gonna be an imposter for a week, and then you're gonna say, okay, now I'm gonna try my hardest to put my energy in, like just focusing in the moment. You know, I love um, it. So I so let's let's I want to actually bounce off of because you, solution one was you know mindset. So there are resources and, you know, you could listen to encouraging podcasts yeah. like Rachel Hollis, mm-hmm. um, which is wonderful. But uh, aside from that, what are other actions people can take when you're in a tough spot in your clinical that can help counteract the negative messages you're getting from your CI? Saying that, the- you're saying that, assuming you've already talked, it's not good. What are things that you can do? Okay, so let's so let's what what are what is something that the CI would say, for example? Because I know I know that's another problem. This is the reason why I do what I do because I know that as students, sometimes we don't have a choice, and then you, it's like you get this lottery, you get placed, and you get this person, and it could be awesome, or they or they could be like somebody that is burnt out and doesn't even want a student. And they're like, yeah, I just go ahead and blah blah. blah right? uh, the CI um, telling you off in correction in front of another patient. Um, so in that case, um, and, and if, if, if they're just straight up a jerk, right, um, that's when you can decide, all right, what is it? Let me, let me put in the reps, right? So sometimes if you're stuck in that situation, instead of suffering every day, I, I, I tell my students, like, look, just walk in and then just the reps are always going to be helpful, right? You don't, you don't have to listen to the negative remarks, but if, if they're saying do this, then just put in the reps and then afterwards call a colleague or again, that's what they have. You guys have us like mm-hmm. you can call me and whoever. And then, and then we have a conversation. Um, like I know my students, if they're in clinicals or even if they're not, they'll, uh, they'll have their day. And then at the end of the day, they'll, they'll text me throughout the day. Hey, I had this patient in my CI said this, and I'm not sure about it. And then I'll just leave them a quick voicemail. Like, Hey, think about this. Or at the end of the day, we we'll just talk about it. So, um, you know, find a mentor like yourself, just it, like, use us like that's if, if you're listening to this and um we care you know we care we want to make we want to make amazing physical therapists because we believe that the, that we are amazing and we sh- we have a we can have an amazing impact in our in our profession and in healthcare if we just all kind of stick together and support each other rather than like try to put each other down right um and then and, and then just realizing that sometimes those ci's are uh they're just frustrated, you know, they're irritated. They've been doing it for a long time. They, they, they're stuck in the job. They, they don't have the guts to leave it. And, you know, there's so much stuff in the background that it just is what it is. So show up, 
put in your reps, like learn the process, go through the little motions of like the pelvic tilt and this, you know, and, and that becomes automatic. Um, but it doesn't mean that you can't reach out to somebody else. Um, if there's another CI or another PT that maybe they seem like they smile more or they're not as jerk, then you can say, hey, can I spend a little time with you? And so just take initiative to like, when you see that something's happening, take that initiative to say, okay, I'm, I'm stuck here. How do I make the best of this? Maybe, hey, CI, I know you might be a little distressed. You know, when I, can I hang out with so-and-so over here on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, or maybe in the afternoons, can I work with them? Because I really like, I, I like how they're doing the manual work. Can I learn a little bit from them? Most of the time, most CIs, if they're jerks, that means that you're like, oh, thank God, right? <laughs> then they'll be like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, they, you, you're, if they're being a jerk to you, probably they're seeing you as a problem or somebody that's just like taking up more of their energy in their day. So I, I doubt that they'll be like, no, you got to stay here and suffer. They'll tell you like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and go hang out with so-and-so in the afternoons or whatever, right? Um, that could be an option, you know? Um, but something simple to remember is like, just don't compare yourself to anybody. You know, don't compare yourself to the CI to like use your energy to, to always try to apply what you've learned, but then start going within and like, who do I want to become as a physical therapist? What do I like? What am I like that I'm seeing here? What do I like about that CI talking to that patient and, and at the education? What did I hear this other physical therapist say? You know, I just heard this other client says how much they loved so-and-so because of what they did with this, this, and that. So it's just always being hyper aware of like the learning process rather than spending your energy kind of hiding in your little imposter bubble and being like, oh, I don't belong here because then you're going to miss a lot. You know, I so, love that. That's so helpful. Thank you. I, I'm yeah. so grateful you came on. I, I always like to keep these short. Uh, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I mean, and especially the idea of having a mentor, really having just people you can call yeah. like that, that, where it's just really steady, like making sure you truly have um, individuals to call so you, d you mm -hmm. don't get secluded and stuck, you know, right. it's just huge. What I would love you to just say at last words of encouragement for anybody who might be going through it right now at a clinical mm -hmm. rotation, what would be your like, you know, mic drop moment in mic five, drop. four, three, two, and action. Mic. No. <laughs> um, I'm going to drop the mic. No, first of all, Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I have a connection to you and your musical because my little brother got a full ride to uh, University of Florida with musical. And man, you guys, you guys beat up your body. There's uh, so much practice, all, everything you have to learn, the singing. Oh man, it's amazing. And uh, so it's, it's, it's so cool, man. This guy's so awesome. <laughs> um, but, you know, number one is realize that it's okay. Like first, take it in be like am i feeling it's it's totally okay to have feelings you know why are we so afraid of having feelings feel it feel it let it through and then say all right that's enough then you make second decision mindset okay how am i going to approach my day you know am i going to focus on being an imposter or am i going to focus on becoming a physical therapist who do i want to be and then just start absorbing everything like a sponge right um and then three, just have fun. Just have fun. Just show up, smile, and have fun. Keep your goals. Lower your goals. <laughs> you know, make them simple. And what I mean by that, like, instead of saying, today I'm going to learn 
how to do low back differential diagnosis but just just wake up and if you're overwhelmed just be like you know what today my goal today is to make all my patients smile just start with that right and then you see that your day will go by easy the the exercise will come the learning will come <laughs> you know i try to keep things simple like that and uh um when your focus is is uh is simple then all the complicated stuff just happens and, and and you take it as you go right because as long as your focus is like one thing like making people smile then then the rest of the time you should be absorbing whatever's going on in the clinic so um just feel it you know it's okay it's okay to to feel it we all go through it uh it's just you decide how long you're gonna let it you know burn you up you know what i mean <laughs> like a hunk of burning love by elvis i love yeah. it you just gotta uh take it off <laughs> Thank you so much. Where can people find you on the social media? Social media. Oh, well, you can find me, uh, Santi Villamil. Um, I also have a support group for physical therapy students. It's called DPT uh, Clinical Support Group. And you can go on there, ask questions. That's where, you know, the, the intention of that group is for, for all you guys to either voice your frustrations, but then have like a the positive person and i have some coaches i love to have you as a coach in there too i know i have uh, some coaches in there because the the ultimate vision of that group is just so people can just have a, a positive discussion about anything feel free to um put out what's going on in the group either positive experiences or negative experiences so that you can get different perspectives because i know our, our sometimes our schools are limited to what they can give us sure. um you know, so and then and then out of that, what I do is I try to do like virtual clinicals. And now that because of COVID, I was like, well, how can I uh, help? And so I did one baseball specific and I'm about to do one that's endurance or running athlete specific. So that way people can experience like a clinical very specific to that. Um, oh, that is so great. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So I love. I mean, if people you, if get you, in this now. Yeah, if you ever, <laughs> if you ever want to do like a dance one, I'll do it with, you know, love to do it with you. If that's if you have time for that, I have. Do you know D? She also does dance stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's a it's a matter of um, we're here to help. You know, it's just that's, amazing. that's the most help. important thing. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on. You are just a joy. I'm yeah. just I'm just grateful. You guys, if you got Thank we you. already got somebody saying like that great advice here. I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for coming on, Santi. You awesome. guys, if you got a lot out of it here, just just write down clinicals can be great. Literally just write yeah. clinicals can be great in the comments. Yep. I, I just to just to support that that positive mindset uh, for your own selves. No, All absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Much, much love to everybody in this group. Virtual hugs. And all right, yeah, we're just going to sign off. Love. All right, bye, guys. Take it bye easy. Bye, guys.